Hello, and welcome to another episode of the BU Babe podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Weaver. And today I have Amanda Folly, the PR expert back on the podcast. I'm super excited to talk about social media. So if you are struggling with social media and just showing up, doing the thing, like continually in a consistent way, showing up on social media and finding that you're getting crickets and all those things, like that's what we're diving into today. So Amanda, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me back. I, uh, maybe we should start with our own experience with social media and feeling the struggle because we both have felt the struggle with social media. Um, yeah, I, let's, let's start with you. Okay. Um, oh, where to begin? You know, I think (laughs) the thing about social media is it's, it's, almost the core of everything these days mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think just like really looking at it from the highest perspective possible, it's almost impossible to run a digital business without having a social yeah. presence. Yeah. Even if you're not selling from there, if you're you know gathering emails for a list or whatever it is, it's just really tough because I think that's where people are always going to try to get to know us mm-hmm. better. I mean, and honestly, that's part of why I like PR because it gives you another opportunity to put yourself out there in a way that doesn't always require the social piece of it too. But, you know, it's not something I think that any of us can escape just yet. I mean, maybe someday there'll be some other way, but I mean, for me, it's that I was, you know, we were saying this, we were chatting before it's, it's sometimes it's even knowing what to say that we have so much knowledge. And I think we've done so much for our own businesses and with our clients and, um, you know, even personally with social media, it feels so much easier. And I think when you're doing it as part of a business, you feel a lot of pressure. And with my open route, I know that's something I always struggle with, you know, feeling that pressure that I have to post, but then at the same time having this, you know, like my mind will go blank when it's time to say, what do I want to say today? Yeah. Yeah. And even I start to overthink of like, okay, I got to lead them through a funnel or I need to lead them to something and making sure you have all these parts and pieces in your post, um, really starts to overthink like the structures there is is good, right? We need some masculine structure, but I feel like if we're leading with that, like, how do I get someone to do something? It automatically kills your like zest and kills the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Totally kills the vibe. It totally kills the vibe in what you're doing instead of coming from like, Ooh, what am I really excited to, to share and to talk about right now? And then how do I apply a structure to it? Yes. I mean, and to your point, I think even we worry about the way they look, right? Yes. So your grid has to, our grids have to look nice and it's, you know, I have to go on Canva and then it's four extra steps. Am I going to do it as a reel? Am I going to do it as a post? Is it going to be a <laughs> yeah. multi-slide post? There's a lot that goes into it. I, yeah. I feel like that to your point takes away from what it is that we want to say. I mean, I kind of miss the days where you could just go, you know, it's not always about grabbing attention. It's just what's the message. But unfortunately, I, I feel as if that's what we have to do to get somebody mm. to actually hear the you know, read the message. I want to challenge that because I have been oh, paying good. attention to this because when I find somebody on Instagram that does not have a pretty feed, it's very like, it's just meh. It's, they're putting up whatever. They're not doing the Canva thing. They're just posting their stuff. And then they have a ton of followers, like 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 followers. I'm like, wait a minute, they can have, you can have a really big audience without this. Now, not to say, I don't know when they grew that audience. Um, was it recently? Was it 10 years ago? Um, but I think we also get locked into what we think it yes. has to be. And that's, a, I love hearing you say this because it makes me feel better. You mm-hmm. know, and I don't know. So I know you, you do do like you record some reels where you'll just talk. Right. And so I have my, I have very few posts. I'll be honest with you. I'm not very good about being out there regularly, which is why we're talking about this. But I find that I've done over the last month or so, a couple of reels where it was just, you know, me giving a 90 second message mm-hmm. about something. Mm-hmm. Those posts had way more engagement than the pretty posts from Canva that I spent, yeah. you know, yeah. not it, it take me five minutes to write the post, but maybe almost an hour sometimes to actually yeah. build and design the posts. And those actually got way more engagement than any other posts that I made. Yeah. So I think you're onto something. Maybe we need to stop thinking about it and feeling that pressure oh, to make it look hundred percent. Yeah. Like, and even for me, like if it has a billion steps to it, it's not going to happen. Reels have a lot of steps for me. <laughs> I don't know what it is with reels, but 
I can do the Canva and get that done quicker or more easily. I think it's because I'm sitting in front of the computer and like I, I'm not distracted where reels, mm -hmm. I'm usually the kids are in somewhere and I'm dealing with that too. And I'm trying to squeeze in content in the middle of life, which is <laughs> a lot of pressure with that. Um, and so reels, like it takes way more for me to get into a reel than it does to do like a can or a carousel post. The carousel posts easy. Um, so I think to understanding what your what's easy for you, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe it's even going live. Maybe that's easier than <laughs> doing all the other And that's sort of stuff. the two that I did. They weren't, um, they were reels, but they were more just me recording myself yeah. talking for 90 seconds, sitting at my <laughs> desk. So it was yeah. nothing fancy. I didn't really, it was just something popped into my mind and I was like, oh, mm -hmm. I need to share this right now. I wish that would happen more often because I think it would be easier. Maybe, it, maybe it's, it's like a muscle that the more we work it, but I love, I mean, this is really helpful for me even just to think about it that way, because I do feel like there is this pressure to create something that looks so beautiful, but yeah. you're exactly right. I mean, that's not necessarily what stops me in the feed. Like that doesn't stop my scroll because it looks pretty. It'll be sometimes you, I think you do from a branding perspective, start to recognize certain accounts Oh, for sure. Uh, posts and what they look like. And I do, I mean, that I think is very helpful because then you yeah. sort of, it's so much in our feeds and you're following, you know, hundreds or yeah. thousands of people to know, oh, there's Rachel's. I'm going to stop and read this because mm -hmm. I know, you know, I recognize it, but to not necessarily feel like it's about having the most beautiful grid or the grid that's, you know, structured in a way where you have two posts and then a picture and then two, you know, two posts and then a picture and all mm -hmm. of the things that I think, you know, and it goes back to, for me, I'll go off on my tangent for a minute here, but it almost reminds me, I guess we could equate that to the whole idea of how we're supposed to market our businesses. Mm. We're told, you know, yet again, we're told this is what we're supposed to do. This is yep. what the algorithm wants. This is yep. what, yep. but I think we have to, you know, I always have to remind myself that energetically that doesn't matter, right? So yeah. if we are in alignment and we do, it always yeah. comes back to that. And it's such yeah. a, it's so simple, but it's easy to forget that if we just remember that it doesn't matter who, whatever we say in our authenticity, it is going to attract the people that are meant to hear it. And it's trusting in that, right? Yes. Oh my God. I love it. Oh, I hope my VA pulls that section up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I totally agree. And this is actually something I feel like has been really coming through intuitively lately is that, and I'm guilty of it myself. I don't always, I put on a face per se, when I go on live. And not to say that that's not me, because it is still me, but it is, it's what, how do you want to show up? And in a way that is, that feels good to you, right? Um, I mean, it could be anything. I have a defined G, but, and a defined throat, but I still, there's like more of an excitement level that I want to show up with than I'm necessarily doing in the background. And I want to give people permission to do it whatever way you want, right? Mm -hmm. That you can show up happy and I'm, you don't even have to. Like you, I know there's a couple of projectors that are very serious <laughs> and they mm -hmm. do really, really well, right? Because they're showing yeah. up the way they want to show up. So really getting curious about how you want to show up. How do you, and not basing it off of, I know that that person is super excited. I want to be like them and I'm going to show up like them. Mm -mm. No, this is how do you want to show up? If you had to show up like that all the time, um, and even I undefined G's, like show up the way you want to in that day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it might be different every day, It might right? be different it's every not, day, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, but just every time you go, like, how, who do I want to show up with, with this? Right. Yeah. And connecting to the person that you want to connect with, but, you know, energetically visualizing them, that kind of thing of like really connecting to the person that you want to talk to has helped me so much in getting over the, like, what do I look like? Or, um, yeah you know, or will I say the right thing? No, I trust that I'm going to say the right thing, especially yeah, that's when I a connect. big one. Yeah, it is a big that's one. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's I feel like that's, that's a mindset. Little... It's a mindset. Yes. And that's exactly, it's funny. So I'm, um, we're like 
telepathically communicating because that was the word that really was popping into my head as you were speaking because it's it's so much of that. And I even wrote that on my list. It's trusting that because I think that's the other thing too, coming from a corporate background or what you know, wherever people mm-hmm. have come from, especially if you come from that sort of structure, it's like, here are the five messages that I need to get across. Yes. And I remember doing this when I would give presentations in front of, you know, like for my corporate clients or whatever. And I would be talking and my defined Ajna would be spinning. And then my open crown would be like pulling in all the information. And there was so much going on that instead of just trusting what needed to come out of my mouth and like sort of a channeling sense, which I never would yeah. consider myself a channeler, yeah. but now I realize we all do that. I would be undefined throat. You can. I have a defined. Well, I have a defined. Yeah. I have a defined throat. Yeah. I'm defined my Ajna and my throat and my G and my sacral. I go straight down the middle, except when everything else is the pressure centers are open. (laughs) But I would, I wouldn't be trusting that, you know, defined throat. I would be instead read like almost acting like an undefined, reading the room, processing what people were thinking. And it never came out the way I wanted it to. Mm. What I realize now is the more I trust that I'm going to say, and even if I forget something that I think is important, I have to remember that that wasn't the message that needed to come out and really yeah. believe that, you know, what comes out is what people need to hear in that, that audience in that moment. Mm-hmm. And once I did that, especially as I started doing podcasts, cause that, you know, I'd have like a million notes and I'd be worried. Am I going to forget <laughs> something? And then when I realized it was like, you know what, you cannot do this because you're going to sound like you're formulating. And, and mm-hmm. once I realized it and listened to myself on a couple of podcasts, I was like, oh my gosh, like, where did that even come from? You don't even remember sometimes what you say. Yeah. I have a little bit of mental projector yep. in yep. The, the way my split is. And so I realized now that sometimes it is, it's almost like soundboarding. You don't even realize what comes out of your mouth sometimes, mm-hmm. but it just happens to be, it'll be the right thing. And it's mm-hmm. trusting it's trusting trusting. in that. And so that's why I like to me, that's a huge thing for all of us to learn. It really is. And I know in my, so I'm doing a group program that I'm launching next month. And that's a huge piece of it is really understanding and trusting that what you're going to say is enough. Like that has Mm -hmm. been such a huge journey for me. Um, And I know so many people struggle with it and that's why they overthink. And that's why they procrastinate. And that's like, is they don't yeah. trust the words that are and coming comparing, out. right? Like, so we, we compare other people and you'll listen mm-hmm. to somebody and I'll say, oh my gosh, they're so eloquent. Or, you know, mm-hmm. and then I listen to myself like, oh, you say like too much or, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, it doesn't, I just did it. It doesn't matter though. And I think that's yeah. what it is too. We spend so much time looking at ourselves in comparison, but I think that's the whole point of what you and I are doing with our businesses is helping people to understand that the way you're meant to do it and the way that feels mm-hmm. the best and the yeah. most aligned and the most yeah. authentic is what is going to attract what is meant, what we're meant to attract. And we have to, again, trust that, trust that. Yeah. you know, we want yeah. the people that are going to come in because of that authenticity and not, mm-hmm. you know, if we pretend to be somebody we're not or say things just to, you know, because we think it's what we're supposed to say, then mm-hmm. we're going to get people that we don't maybe necessarily aren't meant to work with either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You start to overthink and you put in, yeah, you're just saying things that aren't going to actually attract the people that you want when you overthink. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so what up. do you think, like in terms of your type or your design, how do you, mm-hmm. how do you, I think about this a lot. How do you as a man, Jen, or, you know, or not even necessarily just by type, because there's so much, obviously so much more to it. How do you feel that affects how you show up on social? Not that I'm here to interview you, but I'm curious, I'd be curious to like, have a little talk about that. Oh, I feel like as a man, Jen, there is a little bit of an expectation to show up excited. (laughs) I've seen most generators don't feel that like, they're like, no, I'm just here to share my stuff. Like there's Mm -hmm. no, uh, pressure there as much to show up excited where man gens, I feel like, like we want to, we want to share, like we're ready to go. And there's that kind of expectation and I do it myself. And well, yes, I am like that in some ways In other ways I'm very, uh, that sixth line on the roof comes through where it's like, I'm just going to watch you for a minute and yeah. not say anything. I feel that too. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And there's, there's so many layers to human design and how you show up. But I think honestly, if you are grounded in the present moment, that's always, I think key, whether you're safe, whatever your design is, it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. Um, If you're grounded in the moment, you're trusting what you're going to say, trusting who you are, then whatever comes out is you. 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, tip, is there a tip to, uh, I like, do you say that, feel like from a topic perspective, cause I mean, obviously as a, yeah. you know, you you're multifaceted, you like a diff- yeah. lot of different things and you have a lot, of, do you find it hard to focus your messages? I mean, I never, I always feel like your content is very focused and very well put together. I so am it doesn't come off. very, I am almost to a fault in terms of, and this is something that I've been playing with in the last few weeks, really. Um, I'm usually really focused on business only. Like this is it. Mm-hmm. This is business. This is how what I combine with my business, but leave my personal life alone. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know why I do that. I've always I don't know. Like I don't know if it's just that I don't want to share more personal stuff. But anyway, I'm trying to share more personal things. How my life is very blended. Like business and life, like are weaved together. They're coexisting together. It's not one or the other. Um, mm-hmm. I'm constantly multitasking. And I, yeah, oh, I forgot the question. <laughs> oh, no, I was just curious, like in terms of how you felt your design affected the way you mm. show, like you would show up. Because I think about that and then I'm like, kind of to, I think what you were getting at too, is it almost shouldn't matter. We should do it in a way that feels good. And yeah. if we do that, it's going to actually be us living our design without even really having to try or overthink it a whole yeah. lot. And actually, I just had a thought, like the reason I never shared the personal stuff is because I didn't want people judging anything on my personal life. Like you can judge my business. I've Mm. worked through that, but I didn't want anyone judging what the way I do life. Um, Yeah. And people are very opinionated. People are. They're so opinionated. It's like, keep your opinion to yourself. You don't get nothing. But then your people, but your people, I think would also be like, you know, I I really think when I see people juggling their kids or, Mm -hmm. and work and businesses, I mean, I think we all are doing that to some degree, especially now that we live in this virtual world that we didn't live. I mean, which has been great in so many ways, because I think it's opened up like you and I maybe would never have met had, you know, things not been the way now everything is online. And I feel like. I talk to people all over the world every day and it's amazing. But I also think that there are people that I, I that appreciate that too. Because I think Absolutely. we all feel that. I mean, anybody that really is not feeling that is kind of either they maybe don't have children or they have like a very, maybe they're more organized than me. But I think the majority of us are juggling to some degree. To some degree, for sure. Yeah. And I think it does make someone feel a little bit more like, okay, she's going to get that I have a lot on my plate. Right. Yeah. Cause I see her having a lot of her thing. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Um, and it, there is a little bit of that. I don't want to say it's a trust factor. It's more of, I just resonate with not only the message that you're sharing in the business side of it, but also how you're doing life that all of it yeah. works well, together. Cause you want to like the people you work with. Right. I mean, I, yeah. I feel like Every person, every coach, everybody I've reached out to, you know, my fourth line has really kicked into gear over the last yeah. couple of years in a way. And I laugh at it all the time because I used to hate to network in corporate. I was like, I'd walk into a room and I'd be like, I have nothing to say to these people. <laughs> and I would think, why? I always have something to say. But you realize it's just maybe because they weren't my people, you know, in a lot of ways too, right? It's, mm-hmm. you know, not that they weren't good people. They just maybe whatever they were talking about from a business perspective wasn't really where my heart and soul wanted to be. But I think you just, you know, you start to realize that you're going to resonate with the right people. And every person that I've started to say, every person that I've reached out to, talked to, worked with, it's been because I've heard their own, their personal story Mm. on a podcast or on their social Mm -hmm. media feed. So I would say that, you know, try that if you feel called to share it or include it, I wouldn't feel judged because I do think that people appreciate that. Yeah. Too. Like, yeah. Oh, I like her. I want to work with, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I like her. I want to work with her. I want to talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. So right? I, we're in this world because we want to feel good about the people that we engage with. Right. We just, yeah. Yeah. And you want to feel like they're friends, you know, in some yeah. way. Yeah. 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 And that's why it's called social I think media. When you work <laughs> on this level, you, be- you do, they do become your friends. And my husband teases me all the time. He's like, who are all these people that you're talking to every week? It's somebody <laughs> new. I, you know, he's like, you make the most random. And I said, I'm like, they are my friends. I, you know, I said, mm-hmm. in some ways, there are people that I have met virtually over the last few years that know me better than people that have known me my entire life, you know? And I think it's just because we're all going through something together. Yeah. You know, we're growing through this sort of new business approach yeah. together and there's people yeah. that are further you know ahead than us and people maybe you know behind a little bit behind us and we're all sort of moving in this direction but 
ultimately we want to help people, right? We want to help ourselves. We want to feel fulfilled in what we're doing every day with our time, which we only have so much of. And um, why do you want to do it with somebody that you don't necessarily, and it doesn't mean that the person you don't resonate with is, is bad. They're perfect for somebody else, but maybe they're not perfect for you. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, I feel like the more I allow people to see who I am, even if it's not necessarily posting my messy house or like my kid on the iPad too much or whatever. <laughs> but I also think the more I can be myself. And again, the whole point of both of our businesses is our, is being authentic in your business and doing that yeah. for your design and your energetics. I think the more people actually kind of resonate with that too mm-hmm. and can make a decision about whether or not they want to work with me. And if they don't yeah. want to work with me, that's great. Like they're going to find somebody that's perfect for them. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed, have you played with, um, when you post and noticing how you feel when you post and then knowing that you're like, this is, I'm just putting this out there to put it out there. Versus when you're like, this is what I really wanted to talk about and what I'm really excited to talk about. Have you noticed any differences in engagement when you do that? Yeah. So I will say that I have not pushed myself to post more than I felt called to, right? Yeah. So I, it's always yeah. the shoulds. I was a yeah. case of the shoulds. I think I actually posted that a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> but I post very infrequently. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I feel guilt and pressure about that. Mm-hmm. But I have learned to not put that guilt that guilt or pressure on myself because I realize that when I do post because I have to, I don't see the engagement and I also don't feel as accomplished where when I just sort of have the inspiration to post something, yeah. then I actually feel really great after. I mean, I always feel great when I post because I feel like I check something off my list, you know, open right. problems. But <laughs> at the same time, I want to feel like whatever it is that I said had meaning to me in that moment. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of feel like sometimes sharing my own struggles, although sort of a lot of it, I feel like is a lot of what I post is about that. It's like feeling what, you know, what we should do or what, and I love PR for that reason too, because I always say like, if you have a funnel and you've built this great, um, digital, you know, marketing business, PR will only help you. But for a lot of people, I think that doesn't feel very aligned. It can feel sale, you know, we've talked Mm. about this before. It can feel very salesy or there's a lot of like pressure to have to do certain things or push out posts to your, to your email list. And what I like about PR is it would say, you know, PR is there when you have the energy for PR and for especially people, you know, like those like projectors or manifestors or reflectors, you can sort of start it up and shut it down as you feel called. And for, you know, and for us sacral types, we can do the same thing because I am a generator, but I only have four defined centers. So I'm not a super always a super Mm -hmm. energetic person. Like I'm not, I mean, I can be, but I feel good when I have downtime. And so- Mm -hmm. For me to have to do anything every day, I also have the 515 channel. And so for me, like my, the rhythm of my day is never going to be the same. And so I'll never be that person that is like, as much as I try, that's going to post on Tuesdays and Thursdays at one o'clock. It's just not going to, it's not going to happen. And so I think it is just trusting that when you, when, and this is really tough, but, and I still struggle with it, but knowing that when something needs to come out, it's going to come out. Ooh. I mean, I would like to increase my frequency. I think I need a better cadence, but I also, I feel good about what I've posted because it yeah. all feels very natural. It feels natural or spontaneous. I I love that. I can hear people going, but I'm afraid I will never want to post <laughs> if I no. only follow. But you know what though? You will. Cycle. It's. I think it's like, do you, do you notice when you have, so I don't, I don't, I think everybody feels this sometimes, but and I don't think this is necessarily a human design thing, but it's like when you, some days you really have to push yourself just in general. Yeah. Right. Like we're tired yeah. or we, yeah. and what I have learned, especially in taking a break from work over that past year, I mean, now I'm sort of back probably even working more than I want to, but I realized that things get done even when I don't push through them. And mm. I used to spend so much of my life pushing through stuff, right? Like we're exhausted and we, and that's burnout, right? We're just pushing and pushing and pushing. I have to get these things done today. What I started to realize is that even as I was building this, this intuitive PR business, I would force myself to work on my website and spend two days writing copy, doing all of these things, but I didn't want to, it wasn't, Mm. it wasn't coming that, that like natural and spontaneous way. And what I would realize is two weeks later, it was all wrong. And when I had the energy for it, it oh, would shit. then I'd rewrite the whole thing in like two hours. And I'm like, yes. there's got to be something to this. So even this week, like I've been really, really dragging this week. And I feel like I should be 
pitching. I should be doing these things. I should be doing this, 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 that. I should be going to Costco, you know, like stupid stuff even that it just doesn't need to happen. But you know, you it's always there. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do it this week. And I'm just going to trust that it will get done in the timing that it needs to. And so that's mm-hmm. been a practice for me. And I, again, I'm not saying that everyone should stop posting on social media, but for me, what I realized is the less pressure I put on myself, the actual, the, the more productive I end up being at the end of the day. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I think we've gotten into this a little bit of a hamster wheel of it has to be daily. It has to be whatever. And now there's just so much content out there that, yeah, the algorithm doesn't know what to show, doesn't like, Mm -hmm. why not just lean back a little bit, right? And trust that what you need to say will come out and you'll feel that push to put it out there and trust that like, if it's just once a week, it's once a week. It's not going to the whole business isn't going to fall apart because you're not posting every day. Right. Um, exactly. I, I feel like I've done this with the group program in November. I have wanted to bring it back for like over six months, but I, it never felt right. It never felt right. I was like, Nope, it's not yet. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Um, and there's been pieces that have fallen into place in the last like two weeks. And I'm like, that's why it wasn't coming out earlier and mm-hmm. trusting that like, even though it's launching, I, and I need to com- like, I'm overhauling the whole thing that I did a year and a half ago. Um, basically a whole new program. Um, I haven't created the sales page yet. I haven't like, I'm going to launch it in two weeks. Like I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I, I know that it will all come out, that it'll all get done when the time is right. And trusting that is so, so key to. Mm-hmm. It's hard though, right? It's not, oh, it's so not hard. Oh, I think it gets better with practice because you start to it see does. the the fruits of that labor, right? Yes. Initially it's like, this is yeah. Oh, like, this yeah, is an experiment, like, right? And maybe it's even going my into teeth. it, like saying, this is an experiment. I'm going to try just for the next you know month or two months or whatever to follow that authority that this is, it's just who I am and how my energy works and really playing with it yeah. and then seeing what the result was. How did it feel? How did, it, I mean, even if it's not so much of growing your business and being making a bunch of money, I think that's also a trap that somehow if we follow and we do everything right, we're going to have the thing. We're going to have like tons yeah. of money and clients and big bit. And it, that's, that's a false trap as well. And it's also, um, I think the wrong reason, right? So I think yes. when we're doing things right, like so many, but I, and I get it, like we have to live in this world and deal with money and yeah. right. We all need to survive, but I, you know, I think it's so easy to be focused on that. And what I found mm-hmm. is the less I focus on that, the more easily it comes. Right. And so mm-hmm. sometimes it's, yeah. it's almost, it is like trusting that you're in the right place. I was saying this to you when we were chatting before we hit record, how, you know, I launched my coaching business and I'm teaching people how to GPR using their human design. And next thing, you know, and I told you some of my traditional consulting, next thing, you know, I get approached by a pretty big human design expert out there who says, Oh, will you help me do my PR? And mm-hmm. at first I was like, no, this isn't what I wanted to do. But then I got this big sacral. Yes. Saying, well, yeah, why not? This is a great opportunity. And yeah. so, you know, following that path, what I'll say is, I think this is sort of aligned with what you're saying. I learned, I've learned so much even more than, you know, like I, I even have taught myself things that after 25 years in PR, yeah. I think I, you know, didn't know before that I know will make me a better coach, you know, mm-hmm. as I, as I take on more clients on that yeah. side too. So I think yeah. we're led where we're meant to be and the timing oh, and yeah. we just have to trust that. And it is hard, but I agree with you. The, the more I've seen the benefits of it and I've seen it work out in my favor and just trust that I'm not always driving the car, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the better it is. And it actually makes things easier in a lot of ways too. Cause I think, you know, even when I'm pitching something, I'm like, Oh, I don't know what I have to come up with a new angle. And I'm like, no, you don't. It's just going to come in when the time is right. <laughs> and it does. I mean, it's, it sounds so, you know, fluffy to say that, but I spent so much of my career pushing my brain mm-hmm. to come up with the solutions that I think I've realized that it's always there. It's just being open and in the space to allow it to come in. And I think that's something that, you know, just as a human race, we all struggle with because we're just not, the world doesn't operate that way. But I think it's starting to change. I think it's starting to change. Yeah. And I think the more that we 
play with this idea of the feminine flow with the masculine structure mm-hmm. and just allowing ourselves to have our own journey. Oh, uh, it's not linear. <laughs> no We're thinking it's linear. Stop. Just stop. Yes. <laughs> Cause it's not, it's, um, there's so many factors and personal factors that what worked for one person may not work for you. And there's, I mean, human yes. design shows you why in a lot of ways. Um, but also you don't need to know human design to know that your journey no. is your journey. And maybe that, that way of doing things isn't the way that you're meant to do it. Right. I agree. And I think what human design did for me was it gave me, it never told me who I was or how to operate, but it gave mm. me permission to, op- to operate in the way that I always knew was right for me, but that I judged, yeah. you know, like you think about yeah. things all the time. I think back and I thought, Oh, you know, you're so bad at having a schedule. Why aren't you struck more structured? Why can't you, mm-hmm. you know, get up like everybody else and, and do things in this linear way. And, and cause some people are really good, but I now know that that's just not the way I'm meant to operate. Mm -hmm. And even just knowing, even like operating in response as a generator to me, that has been really, um, freeing for me too, because sometimes Mm -hmm. I think, and again, with social, knowing what to say when you're sort of staring at a blank screen or a blank page is really difficult because I just, I do operate in response. And again, looking back at my corporate career, I would see why I was really good at, you know, maybe having the big idea or, or, Mm -hmm. you sort of, guiding things through the process or operating in response to things that would come in to me. But if you said to me, sit down and like build out a plan for this project that we're doing, I would be like, Oh, you know, like I'd stare at the paper and I just was not good at structuring that type of thing out. And so, you know, it just, again, it's, it's, it gave me so much permission to be like, Oh, okay. I'm meant. And what I started to realize as I did operate more of my feminine flow and sort of let some of that masculine energy go, everything became not just easier, but it also worked better. I saw better results in almost every area of my life in Mm -hmm. general, Mm -hmm. which, you know, again, gives you more confidence to just keep going and trust that there's something to all of this. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. So good. Um, yeah, I so agree that like, I mean, same, same for me, like I'm being able to respond to things, um, and trusting, for me, it's, it's really connecting to the person on the other side and trusting and really going within and asking like head and heart coherence, connecting to their heart. What do they want to hear? Um, Mm -hmm. and starting there and what do I, how do I bring me into that topic? Um, and then releasing it, releasing the how yeah. there's so and intuitively, much right. Cause you have so much knowledge. I think that's the other thing too. We have so much in our, in our brains that yeah. it's trusting that whatever you're going to say in that moment is what that person needs to hear too. Right. Even yeah. when you look at a chart, I feel like that's what I sort of try to just, where am I being drawn to? Mm-hmm. And in life, you yeah. know, what, what is, what yeah. am I being drawn to? And, you yeah. know, and I have to trust that there's a reason that I'm being pulled mm-hmm. in that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I always that. say let go of the shoulds. That's probably one of the best things that I've ever done. I mean, there's always things we do every day. Cause I mean, you know, I would never grocery shop or <laughs> do laundry or make my bed if I had, you know, my choice. But at the same time, I think there's so much we say yes to, to please other people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I think you can still give what you need to give to other people without necessarily taking, too, you know, giving too much of yourself. Totally. And I mean, in that should, in that should, like, it's not how should I grow my business? It's how do I Mm -hmm. want to grow my business? How do I want to show up? How do I want to connect with people? Like there's so many different ways to connect with people through, I mean, you could do literally only PR and not have social media. Yeah. If you, you wanted could, to. I mean, you could, or you could have an email list, right. And not yeah. have, I would say at least those things you own too. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'll say that most people are not, you know, in the, in the space that we're talking about, most people did not start these businesses to be back in a, a corporate feeling environment. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. when you, you follow the shoulds and again, they're right for some people, I'm not, I never knock them, but for a lot of people, they're not. And when they're not right for you and you end up back on that hamster wheel, you start to say, well, wait, I'm doing, this is not why I went in this direction, right? I could have stayed in my corporate job where I didn't have to build mm-hmm. the business. I could just do mm-hmm. the job. Maybe I didn't love it, but I also I'm doing sort of the same, it's like the same energy. I think that a lot of people left. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just think there's, there's, it's great to be able to know that there's other ways out there 
to grow your business and to market your business. And it could be some, any combination of all the things, right? Yep. Any but otherwise you're going to end up somewhere where you don't, you don't want to be. I think the shoulds yeah. always land you somewhere that you're like, why am I here? And then you can why say, oh, I, I know here? exactly why I'm here. Cause I followed the, sh- I followed the shoulds. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> uh, what else do you think that people need to know about mm. social media? I'm asking myself the same question. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think what else there is. I mean, I feel like I do. I mean, I shouldn't, I, I'm not going to say it's a struggle for any, everyone. Cause I do think some people just naturally, yeah, you know, just do it and it feels really good to them. And I, you know, even I'm looking at myself, I'm like, it should feel really good to me. I've never struggled to show up on social, but I think a lot of it is, you know, there's something in our own shadow that's stopping us from yeah. from doing what we know, you know, it should feel yeah. very natural and easy. And yeah. I think that's what it should be. I think like we were talking about earlier, it should just feel good. And I think when it mm-hmm. doesn't feel good, there's probably another reason that we need to explore. That's kind of where I am now. It's like, what is stopping me from posting more frequently? Yeah. Some of it is even just, t- you know, it's time too. Yeah. Right. But yeah. again, if it's, if it's kind of off the cuff and you trust it, it shouldn't take a lot of time. Like we were saying, you know, like even when I would just record, just like a video reel, just of me sitting here, those got way more engagement than mm-hmm. any of the posts that I spent lots and lots of time on. So, you know, maybe that's what it is. It's just saying, maybe I just need to show up and say hi to people and let whatever comes out, comes, you know, come out. And if my hair is not done or I don't have any makeup on or what, you know, it's, it's not, it doesn't knowing that it doesn't have to be perfect. Cause that's not what people are really seeing or hearing. It's your frequency. I think Mm-hmm. It's just always remembering that that's what is going to resonate with people. For sure. Yeah. And I want to say that there's a way to leverage past content too, that you don't have to. Yes. Yeah, you're very this. good at that. And like, yeah. Yeah. Like don't, you don't have to create every single week, like use some past content or um, something yeah. that's kind of consistent. That's the only way that I post like sales kind of, um, you know, selling type posts is because mm-hmm. it's on autopilot. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and also knowing too, like I've had people tell me this too. You, it doesn't, you can say the same thing. And I should know this because it's like the rule of PR. If someone asks you the same question four different ways, your answer is your answer. Right. And you mm-hmm. never have to deviate from that. And really you have to just remember that in social, not everybody has seen every prior post. So giving mm-hmm. the same message yeah. in a different package is okay yeah. too. It doesn't yeah. have to be. I think that's what it is too. We think we struggle for this fresh, we have this fresh content with this or no. shattering new revelation no. that we've never shared before. And it's, no. that's not what it that's is. That's a lot either. of pressure. That is a yeah. lot of pressure. And I mean, I feel that I'm like, when I'm writing yeah. posts, I'm like, oh, this has to be really good. It has to be really deep. And like, right. Right. Like, no, number one, it doesn't. It can be something light and easy. The content queen. I love her. Like she's really good about really, I think she creates something within a couple of minutes and then posts it. And is very like, in the moment with what she's going through and oh so like no no stewing over it no no editing no fixing I love that she 100% knows what her voice is and what her I guess I don't want to say angle but like that's a very like masculine term but like she knows what she does and she does it really well and she knows her uh, message right she yeah exactly she She knows her message and um but for, I mean, at me, I'm even sitting there going, oh, it's got to be really like, oh yeah. Deep and well, like, and I have to remember to too. <laughs> yes. Right. And I have the, um, the 2343 and I'm oh, like, simplic- yeah. simplicity for me is important too. So that's, again, like I'll look at other people's posts and I'm like, oh, they're so intellectual and smart. And I'm like, that's not what I'm necessarily here to give people. Right. I'm, mm. I'm here to boil it down into a very simple message in very few words. It shouldn't, yeah. you know, it should be more about how it makes somebody feel than about yeah. Yeah. how it's, you know, how it necessarily sounds. And so it's, it is, it's just remembering. And again, like just another thing that gives me permission to know that I don't have to have these, you know, cause I, I think I enjoy people's thought provoking posts. And so then I'm always like, do I have to provoke thought? Do I have to do this? And yeah, again, too much thinking about what it should be or what it should look like or yeah where it should just be another should but it really is supposed to be what we feel most compelled to share in in that moment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I I I might actually have to test that out and just do more 
Yeah. You know, like, and, and kind of commit to a little bit of a schedule and just say like three times per week, I'm just going to like pop in and say whatever I'm thinking and see what that does. I like that. Um, I've been trying to do that with my Facebook group once a week going in and doing like a Facebook live or whatever I'm thinking about. Um, yeah. I need to do that more, I think on Instagram too. And even using like uh, words, what is it? Word swap, or there's an app that you can do pictures with words over the top to make a really oh. fast. Yeah, let me look it up. Um, yeah. So you know what it is. Share that with me. <laughs> I'm always looking for tools. Then I add the tools and word, what is it? Word swag. Word swag. Oh, yeah, like it's an app and um, it makes really cool. I mean, simple posts. You can do it in whatever size you want with stock images, your own images, and then put words over the top. Um, doing something like that more often too, like once a week, just mm-hmm. quote, just like, what am I thinking about? What is something that I've talked about with clients or what is something that, uh, the industry is talking about right now that I do not agree with, or, you know, any, those kinds of questions and, um, yeah, just get you in that mindset, I guess. Yeah. And I like doing it in response to like, you're saying it's sort of not necessarily related to the word swag, but for me, being in response is so much easier than staring at that blank, you know, the blank screen. And so that's how I'd been trying to think about that too. What is, Mm -hmm. what what has somebody asked me? What have I seen? What have, you know, what have I read? What has triggered my interest? And what Mm -hmm. is my, you know, what do I have to add to that conversation too? And I think that helps for a lot of us too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 We don't always have to have an earth shattering you know, I think this is, there's so much content that I think that's what it is. There's this pressure to stand out. Yeah. It's pressure to have something that no one's ever said before, you know, no thought is ever entirely original. So I feel is it, but we do that's also true. all have something very authentic to share. So it's, it's, you know, just, just putting our little, it's putting aligned. your stamp on it. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. I look at all the people that are really success, successful on Instagram and, and whatnot, they, they, they're themselves. A hundred percent. Like they're just, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. And we all need a little bit more of that in our content. This is me. Take it or leave it. Jump on the bus. I'm leaving the station. Yeah. And even (laughs) if you have a strong opinion, because I, I find myself doing it all the time. Like I caveat when I talk about the other types of, you know, ways that ways are in a market. And, mm-hmm. it, and again, I caveat only just because I do think they work for people, but I also think that for a lot of people, they're, they can be really toxic too. And for a long time, I hesitated to even say that because I thought, oh, I'm going to offend somebody. But then I thought, if yeah. I'm really going to offend that person, they're probably not for me. I mean, I don't, I tend not to be a pretty offensive person in general, I don't think. But I also think if somebody's going to take that away from it, then, mm. you know, it's probably just not a good, a good fit to begin with. Well, and that's actually a really good point because I feel like, for a little while, I was like, oh, but I, I don't want to, I know that there's so many ways you can do business, especially looking at human design, right? I don't want to pigeonhole mm-hmm. anyone into or box anyone into something that may not be right for them. And so I'm going to be, I'm going to censor myself in an effort to yeah. not make anyone feel like they have to box themselves in or whatever, right? But I think that in, in itself, I mean, you're dampening your own voice. And Mm -hmm. you're not giving them the agency and the uh, sovereignty to make the choice themselves and to have their own life journey and life experience. And you're not calling in the right people. If you are using your authentic, if you're showing up authentically as yourself, saying the things that you want to say, you're calling in your people, the people that you're meant to work with. And if you're censoring in any way, you're going to get people that are not who you're meant to work with. And exactly. But they'll be like, yeah, just will not but be it's a happy tr- experience. It's, it's very, very true. I couldn't agree with that more. And I think that's the whole point is it's, you know, and even with human design, I always say everyone gets, you know, every, we're all on our own path. We all get there in a different way, whether it's yeah. spiritually from a business perspective, you know, for me, human design, again, just gave me so much permission, which is, I think, why it was such an important element for, you know, yeah. or modality for me. But yeah. I think that's what it is. You present people with options or, and mm-hmm. I always say, what resonates with you? I could tell yeah. you a gazillion things from your chart about what you might want to talk about, how you might want to talk about it, but you're ultimately going to make the decision in your oh. sovereignty as to what yeah. feels right for you. And I think, and we can only do that for ourselves, but I think that's another part of the problem is that people look out there and they think, 
oh, there's only one way, you know, do Mm -hmm. it this way. If you want to Mm -hmm. succeed, do it this way. If you want your first five figure month, do it this way. If you want, you know, 50,000 Instagram followers and it doesn't work, it's not going to work for everybody if it's out of alignment. Yeah. I think that's the message that people need to hear. It is, it's, it's truly, I think, you know, there are a lot of people out there speaking that message, but there are a lot of people that are just trying to sell courses or whatever that are not you know, well, sharing that message. That's, I mean, that's marketing copy is you speak to someone's yeah. problem and you're like, I can solve it. Right. And it's pain, right. It's all about the pain. pain. I'm yeah. going to speak to the pain. I'm going to solve your problem. And people get tripped up because they don't trust their own intuition. They don't trust their own journey. They don't trust that, you know, that's marketing speak. Like I can get tripped up with that. I can Me look at too. going marketing. Like, Oh, that sounds really good. I but know. If I, I can need that. Myself, car- right. No. Yes. And like, we know better. No. Right. And that's the thing. And we know better. And I yeah. think, you know, the, like, it's so easy to scroll through that feed and think, oh, you know, like for a while I was like, oh, my sacral's not talking to me. Like, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm disconnected. So I'm like, oh, spark your sacral or whatever. I'm like, I need that course. Like, I don't need that course. I know, you know, and sometimes we do need the course. I'm not saying that it, but it is sometimes out of a feeling of, yeah. you know, something missing or lack. And I think knowing, yeah, mm-hmm. like knowing mm-hmm. how to distinguish the difference is, um, is an yeah. ongoing Are you making process. the decision from lack or are you making the decision from, I have everything I need. What do I want to learn? What do yes. I want to deepen into? Right. Is there, I mean, that's how I've turned to making coaching yeah. decisions too and understanding I mean, sacral is always leading there. There's always a piece of my open head, open option that like jumps in is like, um, make sure yeah. you're not falling for marketing. <laughs> yeah. And I have a disconnect to, or a, like a split right between my throat and my, um, my Ajna and my mm-hmm. G center and my sacral. Yeah. So a lot of times my, I, I now understand again, more permission to understand why my mind constantly wants to overrule what my body knows is the mm. right thing for me. And Ooh. so understanding that was like yeah. really revelatory for me to say, you know, not only do I have the defined Ajna, but I have this split between them yes. too. And it's like having two different personalities in it your is. body sometimes it is. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they're both very powerful and it's, you know, in, but the mind I think always tends, we're just conditioned to rely on that. And so, you know, learning to, to trust, to trust your body's trust intelligence body. to me has mm-hmm. been really, really transformational too. Mm-hmm. And I've found that like the sacral doesn't respond the way it sh- It doesn't respond. You're using your mind when you're in that lack or when you're projecting yes. the future or projecting from the past. Um, if you're not present, then the sacral is going to give you wonky answers or it's going to be your mind mm-hmm. telling you that this is what the or sacral mute. said. It, like mine feels like it's asleep, right? Sometimes I feel like I'm like, are you yeah. awake down there? What, you know, yeah. what is going on? And yeah. that's what I think I, I noticed. That's a good way to think about it. I never quite thought about that before because it is, it's, there's something going on in my mind that's yep. probably shutting, it's shutting it down. Yep. And he, again, sure. knowing the splits there and still not understanding why it's always, yeah. you know, like yeah. a challenge. Well, I'm single definition and I get that, but I like, it's, I'm an emotional something or other with my open solar plex. people or whatever around yeah. me, right? You feel you can like draw it in. I'm yeah. drawing it in. Um, the open will is like, I can do it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I can do anything. No, you can't stop. <laughs> yeah. Or like I always get with the open will center. It's like, I'm not enough. I don't know enough. I need mm. more. I don't under like knowing my value, I think has been something I've struggled with. And even just believing that I can make money in an area that I enjoy. I think, you know, I've always have been very yeah. financially successful in corporate and, you know, was yeah. raised with the conditioning that you don't always get to do work you love to make money. And so to be able to move into an area where I'm seeing myself start to actually like balance out, you know, where I'm moving more in this direction mm-hmm. and home, my hope is to eventually be doing nothing, you know, but this side, you know, moving from like healthcare to the soul care work. But I, yeah. you know, you still sometimes feel like, I think we all have the feelings that like, we're not good enough or we're mm-hmm. not, you know, we don't deserve it. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Yes. A hundred percent. But awareness is half the battle. I was telling myself it being aware it of is. it is, you know, and, and seeing it and, Mm-hmm. you know, doing the work, I think is just something that to me will always be a part of my life. And I, you know, Absolutely. I wish I would have found it all sooner, but you know, I guess it's like, again, the six whole six line thing. Like I watch, 
you know, I watched my life in those stages. And now as I'm like a few years from 50, I'm like, okay, I'm like the best is yet to come. I can't, and not that you even have to wait for that. Cause I think that's not necessarily a hard and fast role, but no, I don't think so. I yeah, mean, yeah. I come down off the roof and talk about what I want to talk about, but there is yeah. a huge piece of it. That's like, no, it needs to be integrated. And the more that I integrate, yes. the more that I truly embody what I've learned, yes everything, everything. Exactly. And the awareness of it. Right. So I think if I had lived my life unconscious of all of this, maybe it would have taken me until 50 or after to sort of do something to make those Mm -hmm. big changes. But, you know, again, like I feel lucky to have had catalysts in my life, like even if they were difficult ones to have sort of woken me up a little bit to say, Oh, like maybe there's something else here. There's something, you know, there's something else for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love it. I feel really lucky every day to get to, you know, work in this world and talk to people yeah. like you and yeah. learn from everybody. I just think that's what we're all here to do at the end of the day. Like we're here running businesses, but I think it's so much more than that. Mm-hmm. It's really just about those connections that we, mm-hmm. you know, we build with people and the, con- even if it's just the confidence we give somebody, I think, yeah, you know, or that they give to us, to me, that's really the gift of all of it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Connecting with people and sharing our gifts and being who we are. And that's how we find our people. That's how we yeah. do the like thing. Even having this conversation. Yeah. Like even this conversation, I feel so much better about social media now. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try some new things this week. Yay. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, okay, I'm going to show up. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> we'll be accountability partners, <laughs> right? <laughs> which is the wrong thing to do. Right. Cause it's never should. It's never Rachel, should. It's yeah. No, it, it'd be more like having an accountability partner and go, why didn't you show up? What's yeah. there that we can work through together? Um, yeah. So that you can show up and do the thing, right? Exactly. Or maybe you don't need to be on Instagram at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that could be, a, I still am sort of on the fence about all of it, but I think, you know what? I I do enjoy Instagram. So I can't say yeah. that Facebook, not so much, but Instagram is somewhere where I really like, especially once I think you shift your Mm. your, you know, your own following to the things that you want to see. Yeah. I think it just opens up a lot. It's if it's a very, you know, in a lot of ways, people are like, oh, social media is so toxic. And I said, I think we get to choose whether or not it's toxic. It's it a can choice. be, it can be either or and, and yeah. right. Like it, yes, can, be toxic, exactly. it can be incredible. Um, it's just how you decide to show up. It's what you decide yeah. to share. It's what you decide to engage with. Yeah. Um, and follow and who you follow. You follow and you yeah. Follow. Yep. Yeah. So, oh yeah. I feel like we could go on and on and on. On but... and on. <laughs> I have to take the kids to the botanic gardens for a field okay. trip. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing a little homeschool field trip today. So. Oh, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda, for coming and talking today. This conversation was, I mean, it, I feel like it was truly sacral. It went all over the place. <laughs> But it covered so many, so many points that I think people will get a lot out of. So thank you so much for bringing your brilliance today. Oh, well, it was so nice to talk to you again. And thank you so much for having me. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great week.